It's Micro Monday again, the weekly microcast where we get to know members of the Micro.blog community. I'm Jean McDonald, and I'm the community manager here at Micro.blog. And on this episode, I'm very pleased to welcome Jeannie McGeehan, who is at Jeannie on Micro.blog. Hey, Jeannie, how's it going? It's going pretty well. Thanks for having me on the Micro Monday uh, podcast. Oh, I'm excited to have you, of course. Obviously, we have a connection because you are named Jean or Jeannie, and so am I. And <laughs> I feel a kindred, you know, spirit with everybody else named Jean, um, because there's not tons of us. No, and it's it's actually even rarer to find someone who spells it with two N's and an I-E. Yes, which is how I spelled my name when I was younger, and everybody called me Jeannie, two N's, I-E. And, uh, but I'm not sure, I don't remember ever saying to people, stop calling me Jeannie, but at some point, only now my family calls me Jeannie. But You know, what's really funny is that my name is actually Jeannie, but ah. people call me Jean. Jeannie sounds like a, a nickname for a child, and it's it's actually my name. Okay. Well, it's a nice name. I like it a lot. So, <laughs> um, And uh, I'm really glad you could make the time to come on to uh, micro.blog. Uh, our our podcast, which is called Micro Monday. Um, for those who don't know, we, we got Micro Monday as an idea started about two years ago as a uh, alternative to Follow Friday, because I was pretty much a non-fan of the Follow Friday concept on Twitter once I felt it just got kind of boring and out of hand and just like a list of names. And so Micro Monday, you know, we we definitely promote the idea that like, if you'd like to recommend somebody uh, for other people to follow, you should do that. And also let them know why, you know, <laughs> and, and, and don't necessarily recommend a whole laundry list of people just recommend one person because there'll be another Monday, you know, <laughs> next week. <laughs> so and then when Manton uh, added micro casting, and, you know, to be honest, podcasting support to micro.blog, because, what we thought would be a limit on the size of the files hasn't turned out to be the case. And you can make pretty long podcasts and host them on micro.blog. Uh, we, um, I said, you know, I've been thinking about doing a podcast where we talk to people from the community and um, we were kind of you in unison saying like, yeah, it should probably be called micro Monday. So um, anyway, and so here we are, Micro Monday, the podcast. And uh, Jeannie, before we get started talking about any of these micro or blogging or micro blogging topics, would, would love, I would love for you to introduce yourself to our listeners. Okay, well, my name, as you said, is Jeannie McGeehan. Um, I am a wife, I am a mother of two and a grandmother of one. Um, my children are born 20 years apart. Um, and my grandson is three months older than my son. Uh, see, my husband and I have been married for seven years together for nine. My husband is actually 12 years, my junior, uh, which mm -hmm. I guess is how you end up having another child at 39 after you've already raised the first <laughs> one and gotten them out of the house. Um, yeah. uh, 
my my son uh, has was diagnosed with autism in September of 2017. Uh, I retired from the corporate world uh, when he was born into full time motherhood. So um, after his diagnosis, I was able to throw myself full time into managing his team of caregivers. And we've got a really good team for him right now. He's got a really good uh, schedule and he's making really wonderful strides. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll uncover other interesting facts about you as we, uh, go into the podcast and, um, I start picking up little details and asking you to explain them, but, <laughs> uh, but I will say, um, you know, that's wonderful that you are able to, um, to care for your son and to uh, be uh, advocate and be there for him. And, and uh, I, I, you know, only know secondhand some of the struggles that are involved. And uh, I know it can be quite consuming. So it is uh, good. Most of the hard work has actually been following up and making sure that everyone else is doing their job. We're really, mm -hmm. really fortunate in that my son doesn't have a lot of the sensory processing issues that a lot of children with autism have that I actually have. Um, mm -hmm. I am also on the spectrum. Um, but we he goes anywhere, does anything. He's very laid back. Uh, we, we have no problems taking him anywhere. And uh, I feel really fortunate about that. His main issue is with communication and um, mm -hmm. his receptive language, you know, understanding and executing uh, requests and commands has come leaps and bounds in the past year. Um, mm -hmm. Now, uh, what we're working on is his projective language, his verbal communication. Mm -hmm. Well, um, you know, of course, I wish you uh, all all the best with that. And it sounds like, you know, you have, uh, you have, you have the chops to, to manage things and you have people to help you and work with you. And, uh, that's fantastic. Yeah. 20 plus uh, years in uh corporate administration, you, uh, you <laughs> learn to get really good at logistical, uh, handling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure. So, uh, so tell me what, um, I don't remember exactly when you joined micro.blog, but um, I'm curious about, you know, what, when, you know, why, like what made you, what drew your attention to the micro.blog platform? Honestly, it was the New Yorker article um, oh. where I found out that micro.blog existed. And I was like, yeah, that sounds wonderful. And when I joined, uh, I immediately found a wonderful community of very articulate people. And <laughs> I mean, just 10 minutes on the platform, I had had more meaningful conversation than in 10 years on social media. And uh, it, it was probably wasn't even like a month or two after I, I joined micro micro dot blog that I uh, deleted my Facebook. I was like, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I keep my Twitter because I keep, you know, that's where my news comes from. And I follow, you know, the companies that I buy stuff from, but. Uh, yeah. 
No, I understand that. Like I, I, I quit Twitter. It was, I mean, sorry, I quit Facebook towards the beginning of the year. Uh, that was my New Year's resolution. Um, and I'd quit Instagram just as a, you know, a, a byproduct. If you're going to quit Facebook, maybe you want to quit Facebook's other company. I, I had not had a Facebook for years. And when I found out that my daughter was pregnant, um, I rejoined Facebook because, of course, you know, with them living out of state, I wanted to be able to see pictures of my grandson and and whatnot. And uh, and then, of course, you know, a month after I find out I, I'm going to be a grandmother, I find out I'm going to be a mother again. Sure. And, um, so that was a bit of a shock. But then all my daughter posts are memes. And I'm like, I'm getting absolutely zero value out of this. I see, I, I see, I see my grandson when I go up to visit my parents too. Um, because when when um, when my son is there, they also have my grandson, so um, they get to play together. It was definitely it was a hard decision because certain family members of mine, or you know, like sort of extended family that I otherwise wouldn't really be in touch with, I miss, you know, knowing what's up with them or seeing pictures of their kids or dogs or grandchildren or whatever. But, but overall, you know, it was a that signal to noise ratio, a lot of the noise coming from Facebook itself, you know, that if I could have had control over how um, things were presented to me, and how, you know, the design of it was, was constructed, I might have hung around even with all the downsides of it, but it, you know, it, it got on my nerves every time I opened it up. And finally I thought, well, I'm not going to find out what it's like with no Facebook until I just go off. <laughs> I actually, yeah, I deactivated mine for a couple of weeks just to see what impacted it, it would have. Uh-huh. And when I realized that um, the lack of it had really absolutely no impact on my life whatsoever. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and delete it. Yeah. When they changed from the chronological timeline to that algorithmic timeline, I think kind of the death knoll, but, but nobody's brave enough to go ahead and leave the platform because that's where everyone is. And I'm like, "Uh, that's just not enough for me. That's just, (laughs) that's not enough to keep me there. No, it's true. Um, but yeah, so that um, that 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 New Yorker article that was really interesting, you know, just in general about the indie web movement and also about Microdot Blog and and quoting Manton. But uh, yeah, that was that was exciting and interesting, and it did bring in some new users. And like I uh, said um, to you before we started talking, you were like. When we get like a, a a a bump in registrations, generally from something like that, an article, um, or some social media company does something awful, and people are like, "I got to find something else." Uh, it's great, but there's also this like bringing people into the community and helping them to understand how we are different. Um, and you just recently linked to an article I hadn't read um, in the Atlantic from a couple years ago 
uh, and the title of it was, well, the title of it was something about how likes ruin Google Reader. It, the, the, like, the like button ruined social media. Social yeah. media. Social yep. Media. <laughs> and, you know, I always, I used to like the like button. Um, and when I first started working with Manton, I did feel like, oh, you know, there's several things missing here at micro.blog, but I'm sure those are planned features. And as I got to know Manton and get to really know the the roadmap and the philosophy behind what we're doing, I was like, oh, these are not planned. In fact, um, they're never going to be added. Uh, and when I was reading that article, there was a quote for, I mean, the, the writer himself had created a Google Reader you know, clone for himself to use after Google Reader went away. And he said, like, I never added any like buttons. And I made it difficult to add pictures to comments. In fact, it's so hard, I don't think there's ever been a GIF on the site. And that made me like, like screech to a halt. And I said, wait a minute, that's not a quote from Manton, but it could be. <laughs> because, <laughs> uh, you know, we didn't have like buttons. But he also, you know, on the on the Microdot blog app, when you reply to somebody, you can't add a photo or an image. And uh, that's been a little bit of a bone of contention uh, in the community. And definitely, I sometimes go to a third party app when I need to add a picture <laughs> to a comment, because uh, once in a while, I feel it's important. But as this guy says, and it was not Manton who wrote it, it was a guy named James Summer, he said, I don't think there's ever been a gif on the site. And I'm happy to not have any animated gifs or memes, like constantly, you know, flooding my timeline. So I guess that's no, it's real people having real conversations. (laughs) And that is one of the wonderful things about micro dot blog is I it's so easy to just hit the like button, or the retweet button, or you know, whatever, and not actually engage with the author or the original poster, or you know, and on micro dot blog, if you want to show some sort of reaction to what someone has posted, you actually have to engage with them. Yes. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I think, you know, sets it apart is that feeling that like you're actually engaging with another person one-on-one. I mean, other people might see your conversation, but you you signaled to that one person that you had read what they said and you had some kind of reaction to it. And I like that that brings it back down to the, uh, you know, to the individual. There's definitely evidence for the fact that people kind of forget that they're dealing with other people on social media um, that I certainly, or with any kind of thing where, you know, you get, nasty comments or whatever. And if you actually reply to them, sometimes people go, Oh, I didn't realize an actual person was reading this. And now I apologize. <laughs> On those huge social media sites, you're not a person, you're a post. They they don't link there. There's no humanity there. And on micro dot blog, it, it's it's real people. And you're, you're connecting in real time with real people. No, it's true. Um, and, and I, I do really like that. And it's, it's, 
I mean, I can't believe it, but it's been now like, what, it's 2019 now. So, I mean, we launched the the platform in April of 2017, but we opened it up to the public in December that year. So we're coming up on our two year anniversary and it comes, it feels like it's gone by really fast. Um, but, you know, speaking of blogging in general, what, um, now, did you blog before micro.blog? Did you have your own blog? I did. I, I've blogged off and on since the advent of LiveJournal. Okay. Um, to take you back to uh, the turn of the century. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, and then, um, and then uh, you know, MSN Spaces, which became Windows Live Spaces, came along and you know, the, the evolution of that. And then when that went away, they uh, moved everyone over to WordPress and, you know, over the years, raising children, moving career, all that stuff, you just kind of lose the uh, motivation Mm -hmm. to keep up with it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I hear you. And I think many people hear you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There definitely are people, Manton, who have blogged kind of consistently for years and years, but then there are, you know, people who, who start off with good intentions and things go well for a while, but then something comes up and, and you know, writing is hard and, and we're picky and we're, we're perfectionists sometimes. So we, we, we spend, too much time on on that or we think it's going to take too long and i guess that is another thing about micro.blog that's been good for me is just it's pretty easy to put something up and um i feel happy to see that i've been more or less consistently blogging for over two years now um and that's a record (laughs) well it's also so easy to just to just jot something mm-hmm. and and put it out in the ether, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe someone will relate to it and maybe they won't. Right. Um, but with uh, the microblogging movement, um, it, you don't have to sit down and come up with a title and write a novel. Um, <laughs> you can just say, hey, look at these wonderful scrambled eggs I made this morning. They're really delicious, you know. <laughs> <laughs> And then, you know, someone might see that and share your love of cheesy scrambled eggs. Yeah. Or, or you know, your love of something. I mean, that's one of the things that I've – another thing I've enjoyed about our community is that while it is definitely heavily, you know, populated by the, you know, early adopters of tech and there's a lot of uh, coders, tech – super tech savvy people – they also have other interests. <laughs> yeah, yes. There 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 is life outside of uh outside of the technical world. Right. And uh I noticed that you uh got into a conversation with people about uh about shaving uh for men, so straight edge and safety razor shaving. And next thing I knew it was like you have an Etsy shop. Uh, which has shaving soaps and other accoutrement for men. And I, I thought it was quite a beautiful uh, collection, actually. And how long have you been doing that? Well, I started doing that for my husband uh, by himself, um, probably 
around, I want to say 2014, 2015. Mm -hmm. It was uh, before, before we found out we were expecting my son's probably a year or two before that. And, uh, and then after my son was born, my husband was like, well, why don't you open an Etsy shop? And that was in 2016 mm -hmm. uh, when uh, we opened Mixtachio and company. Mm -hmm. And I got great reviews about the shave soap. And then, you know, with my son's diagnosis, I had to focus on managing his care. So I put the, uh, the shop on hiatus. But then that post the other day... <clears throat> Uh, you know, has me thinking about it now that my son is in a more, you know, stable routine and talk to my husband. And so we decided to reopen the shop. And uh, so now mixtachio.com is open again. <laughs> I have to say when I went to the shop and, and I saw the name of it, I literally laughed out loud. L-L-O-L, <laughs> uh, as I like to say, that's a great name. Yeah, I, we were sitting in uh, Bob Evans uh, when <laughs> <laughs> when we first started discussing this and trying to figure out uh, and something to name the shop. And the name Mixtachio came to me because my husband is half Irish, half Italian. Mm -hmm. And so Mustachio is the Italian name for facial hair. Okay. And my husband is also half Mick. So, <laughs> anyway, that's pretty cool. And uh, I think, you know, there's definitely other people in our community who are artists and cartoonists and, you know, crafters of variety of sorts. And maybe we need our own like crafting Etsy type channel um, or store. Uh, you can do that, right? It could be like the Microdot Blog Store. Uh <laughs> Handmade at Microdot Blog. <laughs> it, it, it would make sense somehow. I think once we made it, it would make sense. Um, well, uh, well, Jeannie, before we uh, wrap this up, because I, I know we are turning it from less of a micro to more of a macro uh, cast, and I definitely could sit and chit chat about this stuff all day. Why don't you tell me if there's something that I have overlooked or something you wanted to add before, um, before we wrap up the podcast? Um, I can't really think of anything. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's okay. Cause the, we definitely have chit chat it for a while here and I um, really enjoyed it. I'm glad you could come on to the, podcasts and i thank you for taking the time well thank you for having me uh it was great and uh hey listeners if you want to follow genie on micro.blog there will be a link in the show notes or just go to micro.blog slash genie that's genie with two n's and ending in ie like i dream of genie thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next week mm -hmm.